He's going to cut that out. I hate it. No. I might not. I might yeah, not. This, is, this might be a good transition. Hello and welcome to the uh, Currently Unnamed podcast. I'm Tim, and joining me are my co-hosts, Jesse, Hanyu, Famous, and Chloe. How are you guys Hi. doing this week? Hi! At one point, you decided not to let us say hello anymore because this is a fascist podcast. Oh my god. You don't want us to have that amount of control. Oh my god. Would you rather I went one by one? I don't know. I didn't think it was a big deal. No, please, my lord. <sighs> Jesse, yes. <laughs> Hanyu. Oh, we're doing. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, this feels like kindergarten. Like, hi, that's why. That's, that's why he brought me in. Oh my god. All right, and Chloe. All right, we're gonna. And right. Chloe, it's right. always and. <laughs> I just Even go. Look, he goes look, bottom to look, top. I'm a, yeah, I'm on the very bottom, so I just go in order from the bottom. <laughs> Because I'm not using my real name on here for some reason. Anyway, what'd you guys do this week? I went fishing. I went fishing. Whoa. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? I love it. Where'd you go? Oh, a place where there's water. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Did you it's in Maryland. That's literally 70. <laughs> That's most of the so. earth. <laughs> yeah, just, just like your own Google body. Maps water. In my own body. Technically, that would be correct. Um, yeah, someplace in, in, in Maryland. Famous, were you scared of falling scared in? Scared of what? The fish? <laughs> oh, of falling in? No. Did you, did you go swimming or did you go fishing on a boat or were you standing on land? No, I, I went out on a, a, a boat. My mom's coworker has a boat and he goes fishing quite regularly. He went out like the day after we went out with him already. He's like, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not done. I feel like you love a real good use of your luffy hat. Uh, my parents don't like the hats. I don't get to wear it while I'm, I'm here. Wow. Oh I know. My God. What hat? That's, that's, that's tragic. Yeah, but apparently the hat is not um, DC appropriate. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it means if, if, if someone was walking around with that hat in this area, that's the person they're going to rob, apparently. Interesting. I... I... I don't know how true that is personally. But I, I didn't I either, live in... but I didn't fight it. So what was the problem? Did you not catch anything? No, I, we caught a, a lot of fish. So what? It, it was a good fishing trip. Did you put the fish in your hair? No, we put it in a bucket. What did you catch? Did you eat it? Uh, well, no, because I don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did they eat it? Yeah. You don't what? Vegetarian on you. Oh. Oh. Yeah, he's he's cool. <laughs> what does that mean? He's cool. What? I don't know. I don't like brag about it. You know what? I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it because I hate saying it out loud anyway, so I'm just not gonna say it. What? Alright, so what are you what? gonna say, Tim? What are you yeah, not you gonna mean? say, Tim? I re- I've I God, it's almost been a year and I still hate saying the sentence, Oh yeah, I'm vegetarian. So. Yeah, that's too. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Why why is that? They're better people than us. All it means <laughs> is when the apocalypse happened, me and Tim are already grass fed. Oh yeah, yeah. Although <laughs> you can't you can't actually eat grass. Uh grass contains silica and that fucks up your teeth apparently. Oh. What do cows do? They're able to do it because they can digest it twice. So you actually lo- have you have looked this up before? Delicious. I have. <laughs> I 
I have not specifically looked this up, I swear. How did you know about this? <laughs> I saw it in a video. <laughs> Can I eat grass? No, not that. Not directly about it. I'm a vegetarian and I'm out of options. Anyway. Is that in your docket? Is that in my docket? <laughs> no, 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 Tim. The grass eating video. No. Although I might, maybe <laughs> one day I'll put one of his videos in the docket. That was uh, just for him. <laughs> But yeah, something I did do this week, relevant to the podcast, was uh, enjoy a few good episodes of the cartoon series Black Dynamite. Okay. You wrote Blank Dynamite. I was so confused. I wrote Blank Dynamite? I'd yeah. say Black Dynamite. Well, you wrote oh. dynam <laughs> dynam Dynamite. Yeah. Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. See, Tim knows it. I've I've seen the movie. The movie's Sweet. maybe the funniest parody movie I've ever seen. Yes, it is. It's a parody of Shaft, which is already a parody of something else, so it's yeah. funny. My favorite scene is uh, where Abe Lincoln comes back for like two seconds to punch a dude in the face and then sits back down. That is very funny. My favorite one is um, there's like a bit where like they're throwing uh ninja stars and uh, a ninja star just comes out out of nowhere and hits like the bad guy in the head and the tagline that the main character Black Diamond says, "I threw that before I walked in the room." <laughs> Before I walked in the room. I was yeah. like, like, where did this come from? <laughs> but the, the animation is, is, is quite um hilarious. I'm 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 a huge fan of it. How like how is it? I haven't seen the, the series. Uh it's on Adult Swim, right? It is. I crack up every time watching every episode no matter what. Uh, there is a episode, uh I think I think it's called Black Jaws. Um and for for uh those who don't know there, there's a music group called earth wind and fire um classic earth, wind, and fire i've never heard of them oh <laughs> it's the latest thing i've ever heard um i don't remember uh, yeah. um classic group they made the song uh september you know do you remember 21st night of september they also made a sequel song called november which is the exact same uh, beat and everything just changed september to november i'm not kidding Wait, what i am not i didn't know that you know that i didn't know there's I knew September, I didn't know September. November. Yeah. Which, uh, wait, September... Wait, doesn't October come before It doesn't November? sound as good. Yeah. August, September, no... August, September, October, November, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, in the show, um, since, since the whole thing is like black, black satire comedy and parody, um, they, it's Earth, Wind, Fire, and Water in the show. There, there's a fourth member, and... At the end of the episode, they're only Earth, Wind, and Fire because water gets eaten by a shark, and that's why they became Earth, Wind, and Fire, not water. It's an Avatar prequel. Pretty much. There's also a um uh, a a very fat Rick James. He's called Thick James. <laughs> Buffalo uh Buffalo native. Really? Yeah. <laughs> very wow. Buffalo. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yes. Yes, it is. Have you guys seen the guy that does the September video and releases it every single September 23rd? Oh yeah, that guy rocks. And he just gets more and more convoluted every single year. And then, like, I'm pretty sure Earth, Wind, and Fire, like, bankrolls them. <laughs> what is the September video? It was just a dude, like, in a bedroom, and it was a video of him, and, and his alarm would switch to midnight, and it would be the 23rd night of September. Which is the lyric? I thought it was twenty first. And he would, he would just do like a tiny twenty first. Sorry, 
Um, I'm a water guy. Um, he just does like a funny dance, like jazz hands and fake trumpet playing, and then and it was so simple, but everyone loved it because um, of the 21st night of September as a meme in reference to the song. And then every year he gets more and more convoluted, and it's like it's like all one take videos. Oh, it just gets insane. I'll send them to you. Why did I put the most recent one in the general? Why did it get trendy in the first place? It's a classic Be- song. People love it because he put it out on the twenty first of September. But but how how did he um, was he already kind of famous back then? Or I think he's let me double check this, but I think he's like a writer for something. Uh, yeah, okay. He wrote the Good Place, uh, Marvel, the Late Late Show. He wrote this show, guy wrote Strange the Good Planet. Place. I, it, that's what's in his Twitter description. Well, the good place uh, is garbage. So yeah, I know you have opinions on the good place. <laughs> is it a bad place? It's a bad show. No. Yeah, like his first one was just a one shot, a minute long in a room, and he just does a funny dance with a T-shirt that says "Today's the day," or "That's today." It was just capitalizing no. on the meme, like a one-off, and then it just became. I like it. It's a cool video. Ugh, I don't like it anymore. He wrote the good place. <laughs> oh, you, you you hate it now. Garbage, garbage. I forgot the twenty first night. Ted Danson is ruined. Who's Ted Danson? Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, who is, how was? Who is it? Ted Danson? Who? What? He's the older man in the Good Place. Cheers. Um, okay, never watched. Hold that. on, I will send Seinfeld. Curb your enthusiasm. Oh, I've not seen. I do love Curb. Okay, you know the old guy that's oh, dating that guy. Larry's oh. ex-wife? Okay. And the joke is that in Seinfeld, they were both, he was on a really popular show on NBC, and Seinfeld was a really popular show on NBC, and the, the um, supporting actor, um, Jason Alexander Costanza, would always joke that he wants Ted Danson money. Because Ted Danson was a huge star. It was just an ongoing joke that he hates Ted Danson. And then in the show that's basically about his character, Larry David, always has Ted Danson be a thorn in his side. Y'all need to enter the Larry David cinematic universe. I know. I've heard Kirby's never good. (laughs) Who is Larry David? Larry. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow, that man is a bald head. Can we rename? That's what I'm gonna look like in about ten years. By the way, <laughs> why? I'm headed there. Well, how do you know? How, I've got how? the Ashkenazi Jew in me. What? What's that adjective you just said? I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Northeastern <laughs> European. I I think it it's like a hereditary thing. It's 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 a Jewish uh, sect. You don't tribe. look like him. Oh, I will. Okay. <laughs> you will. It, it's coming for me, for us all. It just happens. What do you mean for us all? For Jewish menopause. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> Is that a real term? Or do you it's just like come up with that? a special yeah. type. That was a Rodkinism. You should trademark the, that, that, that name. Rodkinisms. That's one of the things I did. What did you do? Um, I'm going to pick onions. Oh my god. I had like four different kinds of doctor appointments this week. 
and it made me um, realize that waiting room is a pretty funny, interesting space <laughs> in terms of media. I consumed Police Academy, Lost Highway. Um, got a chance to watch it in the theater, which was pretty oh, awesome. Nice. Yeah, I thought I thought you were gonna be like I was gonna in be like, what office. doctor did you go see? <laughs> Lost Highway. <laughs> what? You're putting Lost Highway in the waiting room. Yeah, yeah I thought what we're doctor doing... is <laughs> He's playing Lynch in the waiting room. Like, very classy doctor. Um, and there's that album I listened. Um, I don't know. Like, should I say the name spelling? It has three L's. Mm-hmm. The three album L's? name. Yeah. Yeah. And the name is the Turning Wheel. Pretty awesome. It came out last year. Uh. I listened to it and I wasn't huge on it personally, because um, I just don't think it lined up with my like musical sensibilities. Uh, it felt very Disney, if that makes sense. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, Tim, what did you do last week? <laughs> wow, just passing the buck. Yeah. Uh. Uh. So okay. Uh. I I played Citizen Sleeper. Uh, which is a game that came out like maybe a month or two ago and I just looked it up and apparently they're going to expand it even further um, The game that's easiest to compare it to is probably Disco Elysium uh, Just because like both games are like very heavily writing influenced They're both like RPGs that don't deal with like combat as a the main like gameplay and they both have like six-sided die uh, systems where um you're expected to just roll a bunch of d6s and that chooses like how you do things citizen sleeper is a bit different in that first it it takes place on a in more of a cyberpunk setting um so you're on like this 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 more or less like capitalist slave ship or maybe not maybe not slave maybe metaphorically but not literally but um do you work without pay on the ship um sometimes uh i mean you do get paid at other times though so maybe it 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 isn't but you are like more or less trapped on the ship by other corporations so your freedom is is fairly limited um similar to disco elysium a lot of writing in like the second person so telling you like what happens to you and then having you respond yeah i i I think the writing is, is pretty good and if this is like if this is a sign of like what the post disco elysium uh rpg landscape is going to look like then i'm very excited for like narrative driven games going forward i've never played disco elysium is it good you should you should it is it is i should it is okay. one of my tens um it is one of the best written games i have ever played not the best uh landscape torment is still number one for me there but uh but citizen sleeper really really great game um <laughs> Clearly, again, influenced by Disco Elysium quite a bit. It's clearly indebted to that game, but uh, excellent, excellent. Still uh, able to sort of carve out its own niche, especially like the the VN-esque portions. So are you a fan of new niches, Tim, or like favorite niches? Um, I mean, I'm always interested in seeing where any medium goes, like the the avant-garde or the horizons and whatever uh, of, of new media. Um. But I do have my my particular preferences, um, and it just turns out that uh, RPGs, especially like heavily written RPGs, are one of them. I mean, same. I, I just I just find you know we're all media consumers. I I find it interesting whether uh, well for any of you, it's like if you prefer like new stuff that 
like it's not your favorite, but it's like you're trying to see something new, or whether you prefer, if, like if someone's going to make a film, would you prefer it to be something completely new and different, or would you rather it be something that's like up the alley of the your favorite film maker? Because I'm I'm biased. That's an interesting question. Um, I take the like the middle road there, where I I try to see like what the film or whatever what the what the piece is doing and i try to judge it on those merits and i do have my preferences of like what i i prefer to see or what i prefer to do but like i don't know a lot of things about like art and media in general are the unexpectedness of things is is important i would say there should always be people trying to expand horizons fair enough i consider my the way i answer it, it's like i i do um a ratio like my ratio is like 60% familiar 40% new a year mm -hmm. last year i october until the end of the year i only listened to stuff from that year because i wanted to actively like find new stuff so i i but i also am interested in like particular artists uh that i that i do follow and i like to dig deep into their stuff as well so i am like kind of half and half there also old stuff tends to be good you know where to look what about when our like generation stuff becomes old like when mumble rap is like the classic. Would you think that that like, like old stuff is still good? Well, if I can transition into uh, the, an album on my docket, um, I guess it's not really mumble rap, but it, but some people might call it that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, there's always the fear of getting old. There's that one Simpsons joke. I used to be with it, but then they changed what it was. Now what I'm with isn't it, and what's it seems weird and scary to me. It'll happen to you. Did, did Grandpa say this? Yes, actually. Yeah. Okay, that sounds up his alley. <laughs> That's exactly how he said it, too, by the way. Tim did a banger of his own. I didn't know another word for mumble rap is SoundCloud rap. Uh, sort of. Um, I think SoundCloud rap tends to be a bit broader. But uh, 454, um, or 454, I don't know how he prefers it to be pronounced. Um, you might know him from a Playboy Cardi song, an early Playboy Cardi song. Um, Who the hell is Playboy Cardi? Young Zanho. Oh my god. <laughs> Who is Young uh, Zanho? <laughs> oh my god, that's a song. Um, oh. In which 454, under a different pseudonym that's eluding me right now, flips a, a, a sample of the PS2 startup noise. Um, and it's one of my favorite beats ever. Um, and this is like an entire album of like similarly atmospheric textured uh, uh trap rap i believe the kids nowadays are calling it plug or uh, if they sing over it plug and b um, and I, I do like that production style from what i've heard plug and b i mean i'm sure famous when our parents were kids there was tons and tons of garbage that just didn't make it into the net not fair enough no yeah um i still enjoy old, old school hip-hop I don't think I'll ever enjoy old school mumble rap. Also, I learned there's something called the Red Bull Music Academy. Tim, this sounds perfect for you. Oh yeah, they interview uh, they interview musicians sometimes, um, just for like two hours, have a discussion with them. There's a few good ones. Um, the one with Jalen I remember is really good. Uh, Madlib was on it once. I'm forgetting other ones that are good, but yeah, it's it's like a pretty good series. As long as they serve you Red Bull during the interview. They almost certainly do. In fact, if you saw GDQ this year, like uh, they were pretty pretty forward about their Red Bull advertisement. Cool beans. Chloe, you're next. 
Oh, hi. Um, yeah, so I had a pretty slow week. Um, I spent a lot of time this week repairing my bike. Because I'm about to go to a little island off the coast of Georgia. And really, there's a lot of things to do. But the thing I enjoy the most is biking. So I watched a lot of bike repair videos on YouTube. Um, I had to replace the inner tube in one of my tires because it had been punctured. Um, and then I had to do like a head alignment cleaning and like adjustment on like the, the handlebars. Can you guys hear uh, the pain in her voice? Yeah. <laughs> it was so hot. It's not behind um, the story. It's behind her having to tell the story. Um, but yeah, it was because I have nowhere to do it inside and the bike's pretty dirty. So I feel like I'd get, you know how like those chains get like really greasy and gross mm -hmm. over time. It's like disgusting. Yeah. So I didn't want to get that stuff everywhere. So I did it in the garage and it was like a hundred degrees and I was dying, but, um, I learned a lot about bikes. There's this one specific, um, British guy on youtube who's great and i really consider becoming his apprentice because he was fantastic <laughs> yeah so that's what i did i fixed those, my bike those types of videos are like the most comfy shit like just, oh it's so good just like sitting back and like like repair videos just like yeah. watching somebody go from like the start to like the finish and then oh, i God. went to like all these other um repair and uh of like um old like PS2 consoles and like yeah yeah watching them fix those up from like like you know they'd be like I got this for like a dollar at a junkyard or whatever and then they fix it up and it's like brand new I'm like that's like wizardry man we can we can take this a level further and incorporate famous's favorite hobby and we can go uh have you ever heard of magnet fishing is that something about oh. fixing the fish? <laughs> I, I want it to be. I don't know what this is, but I want it to be that. You take like a super powerful magnet and tie it down to rope, and you cast it into wherever you're boating until you mm. find stuff, and then you pull it ashore. And there's definitely got to be a subgenre of people fixing up like bikes and stuff, like great stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. That they caught <laughs> in the water. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, any type of restoration stuff, I'm there. And then I get a nice nap. If you, like, get on an hour-long YouTube binge of restoration videos, you take the <coughs> sickest two-hour nap, bro. I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> and the best ones are the ones where, like, the, the person doing it does not say a single fucking Oh, yeah. And they're wearing the black gloves. You can't watch yeah. any other video <laughs> except that they're wearing black gloves. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> they just, they just, you, you hear the sounds, you hear them very crisp and they're very nice. I sampled it on one of my albums once. Oh, did like, you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. There's a, a video, I don't remember which channel it was, one I'm subscribed to, but uh, he was like repairing a clamp or something, like a super rusted clamp. Mm -hmm. And uh, just like him, him hammering the, the clamp and like him like getting the rust off by like sandblasting it, like. Uh, it, it just worked really well for, like, my percussion in that song. That's epic, I'm, I'm very happy. That's epic. Have you ever seen Primitive Technology? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're brilliant, yeah. too. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish he posted more often. I get that, like, what he does is, like, 
obviously like a long-term project yeah. like every individual thing does but yeah it just sucks that he like goes on like a year-long hiatus well sometimes. you'll hate to hear this but he also has a tv deal oh he does does he oh, really yeah jeez yeah i'm i'm very happy that that you guys find this kind of stuff very relaxing i personally hate sat like any video that's like <laughs> that, that, that it's satisfying or asmr I, I i don't like i i hate that stuff i absolutely hate it i will say that's the primitive technology is the only one of those that i have patience for because i like he's making something i don't know mm-hmm. very different to me i'm not if a I, big restoration guy if I but i also Christ like so the whole like beginning and end comparison yeah. like that so much satisfaction just by seeing those pictures i would only like it if like i'm building the thing alongside them but like to watch them build the thing and then i don't have it i i, I don't feel little joy from that yeah it does always make me want to do it yeah it's very inspiring it like reveals the black box of whatever technology it is yeah well and that's the thing that i realized about bike repair is like as long as you know the main principles of like repair which is like what my guy says introduce slack into the system and always start at the what is it the valve yeah so that's the two principles you need to know to fix any bike there's a valve on yeah the on the tire yes in the, the tire valve so when you're uh, replacing the tire no, there's air in the tire yeah you always start at the or in is it start or end oh shit <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them <laughs> you need to take the valve like out to get to the energy it, it, I, yeah I've, I've done before so but, yeah. yeah famous is the guy in the videos it, it is you only see the black gloves so that's why you know well he has this banger of a mustache so i think you could rock it too oh as i said famous <laughs> is the guy in the videos no no th- th- then it's tim if it's a mustache can you grow facial hair can i probably yeah do you have the ability to? I've I've never gone more than two days without shaving in the entire of my life. Oh my god! I challenge you. Wow! Like, like from when you were born. <laughs> yeah, from when Same. I was born. When's the longest like Jesse and Tim you guys had? Oh, oh I don't count. Uh, <laughs> high school almost certainly, or maybe early college. Uh. I'll just say depression beard and leave it at that. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Do you have pictures? Fuck no. Uh, probably not. <laughs> Watch I, probably <laughs> I just want to see how big the beard got. But so then, I I never understood why a man would want a beard. Hey. I I I honestly do, I honestly do not know. I, I it looks good on certain people, but like why? Because I remember like I remember the summer coming back from like I think it was middle school. And like when puberty started like to kick in over some people and it was like <laughs> you, you left at the beginning of summer baby faced and you came back like this weird mix of like man boy child like I, I was so confused for starters I look like a 12 year old Ellen DeGeneres if I'm clean shaven <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen this but I, I would I'm, love to see it I'm not supporting the uh, the puberty stash by the way let's just get that out of the way the um, pervert mustache <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, like, it's, like, you're 13 years old, and you can only grow your, like, your facial hair out, like, enough to make it look, your face look <laughs> gross. Um, but, um, I don't know, like, I like my dumbass facial hair, the dumb, the dumb style I, I, I settle on. I, 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 I'm, I'm not saying it looks bad, but I never understood why, like, I like, 
<laughs> where did you start thinking, yes, I want a beard? I've never had that feeling. Well, high school, it was just I didn't feel like shaving, if I'm being completely Yeah, confused. it's lazy people that then realize they like it better. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, yeah, no, the, the, the first sign I saw of hair, I was like, well, I guess it's time to start learning. No, you should try. Absolutely not. I want to see you give it a week. Uh, uh, only if you and Jesse go go babyface, I will go mountaineer. I will go babyface. Oh, ooh, I hate. <laughs> oh, but you might hate the feeling of facial hair too. So I sort of have to do that. I like the feeling of babyface. I don't like the look. I don't. It's like I don't. I like the cold. <laughs> Ming Liang. Uh, I hope I pronounced that right, and I hope Hanyu isn't cringing uh, at, at my voice. Uh, Hanyu, uh, tell us about The Hole. Okay. The oh, reason the I chose it was because I didn't assign a homework on the days we, I should, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was really panicking. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I have to assign something as soon as possible so everybody has time to consume it so uh, as well as myself and i was just browsing my lists so i've watched this before but i slept through it <laughs> so i was like okay so maybe this is um something easy for me to just pick up and get it done because we only had basically three days before this recording, right? And mm -hmm. um, it's also the film that belongs to the time when movies are about reasonable length. So I think <laughs> this is something everybody can finish. <laughs> Such a logical description. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's back then when, you know, every piece of movie work is about that length. I, I, I knew he's a very famous and very good filmmaker since I was very little, but um, I've never seen his work like being available in uh, movie theaters growing up in my hometown. I know he's very, you know, um, like favored by a lot of artsy movie fans. <laughs> Uh, I came to know the whole at the very, very beginning of COVID when it broke out in Wuhan 2019. And since then, it's been on my list. And the first time I watched it was uh, with my boyfriend. And uh, that's the time I fell asleep halfway. Not because of the movie, um, because of, I was like just extremely tired. 
and the movie is not helping it. <laughs> uh, I got to know it within the context of pandemic and people are commenting, you know, this feels really like the hole right now. Yeah, that's all. How does everybody feel? <laughs> I will say with the constant downpour of rain, I too felt the asleep uh, creeping in. Yeah, and like, well, first off, uh, this is the most COVID movie I've ever seen in my life, despite the fact <laughs> that it came out in 98. Uh, yeah. I can't believe he predicted the detail of, like, people hoarding toilet paper. It, this is also, like, a weird 90 minutes, just because, like, the pacing is, like, mm -hmm. way different than mostly any other movie I've seen. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if there's about as many shots in this movie as there are minutes, um, with just how long he holds. I can see why you fell asleep, because it is, like, a very meditative movie. Yeah, it's not because, like, it's it's more like a cozy sleep, not from boredom. <laughs> you know, I fell asleep when I first watched Anka Gems. <laughs> How? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like five minutes in, I fell asleep. I mean, it's a very relaxed ASMR. The intro credits are pretty relaxing. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, all right, all right, all right. I think I fell. <laughs> the rest of it. <laughs> I fell asleep exactly at the point that, like, I think it's that part he went into the um. Oh my God, what is that? Let's there. There's a marketplace, and he tried to just just put Pawn shop. Put his watch. There were a lot of very very loud talking <laughs> when like, I fell asleep. Trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, it's actually like, you know, there are some people, they, they can only fall asleep when there's very loud noise mm. playing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like that. <laughs> that movie has the most fuck said out of any other movie, except for two. And they're both documentaries about the word fuck, so they don't really count. Is that true? Even Quentin Tarantino? From what it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, wait, no. Yes. That's the N-word. Never mind. There's something like 179 fucks in that movie. I don't think that's more than the South Park movie, is it? Uh, let me make sure that... I remember hearing that when it came out. Wait, is there a special website that keeps track of, like, how many times of Fox each movie is? <laughs> is there a... There was, like, a Wikipedia page, I think. Oh my uh, god. That could be an automated script pretty easily. We could do this. <laughs> There's a website for everything. Um, I, I enjoyed the, uh, the, uh, film. Um, like, it was about a pandemic, but there was very little about the pandemic. Like, mm -hmm. it was like, a, it was like a cockroach virus that turned people into like bug behavior people and i think we saw one human that was like in a hole and that was it <laughs> well i wanted to sorry. know more about the virus sorry minor correction it has the most fucks per minute it doesn't have the most fucks overall well that's because scorsese <laughs> made a three and a half hour <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway yeah, like, the, the, the pandemic and, like, the, the water crisis that they're going through, like, kind of just being put on the back burner is, like, an interesting approach. Because it does turn this into almost, like, a slice-of-life movie in a way. Like, uh, if you had a slice-of-life movie in, like, the post-apocalypse. Mm -hmm. A lot of ramen noodles. Mm -hmm. It's like a sequel of Kafka's um, Beatles. Mm. Like, uh, mm -hmm. at this, like, post-apocalypse um, epoch. Like that's um, kind of like a um, telling an old tale in a new way. So fun fact: this was totally um, 
coincidental, but I watched Contagion, Soderbergh's Contagion, 2011, before watching this. (laughs) And I'm like, this is a great double feature. (laughs) Like, if you were to watch Contagion and then this. Um, Because, Tim, you'd like it. It it does, you know, a really good job of predicting COVID. Uh, One guy even predicts, like, this homeopathic cure called forsythia which predicts like the ivermectin crowd like all of those people so i'm like wow mm-hmm. is it really I, a prediction uh, though like, we've known about like a, a, another pandemic is coming it's not a prediction that's just science well that's the best sci-fi right and how it unfolds too like it's pretty dead on hanyu you mentioned kafka right oh i totally read it with like a metamorphosis i could i completely thought that, that was intentional there there are a lot of things going on. I feel I really like how subtle like he plays with like very interesting symbols in the movie. Very sexual. <laughs> this movie is weirdly horny. <laughs> yeah, but very cozy and poetic. It's not like gross, you know? <laughs> it's... No, it's like very sympathetic. I felt like Okay, so I saw a description that this is like the what? wettest movie ever made. Yeah, it is. But it's also it's also wet in like a kind of like an uncomfortable, like clammy kind of way or slimy. Yeah. Um, is that yeah. the obsession with um, with with paper towels? Yeah, I think it has something to do with cockroach, like mm. bugs, like warm and wet space, dirty places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel the the woman like. I mean, yeah, um, stocking the paper towels and teepees is, like, part of the pandemic. <laughs> but also, it has something to do, like, she likes to clean, you know? Like, which is kind of the opposite of, you know, getting the virus and especially turning to a cockroach. She's, like, OCD levels. She's obsessively cleaning. And then it, this, like, it slowly, really subtly disintegrates over the mo- over the film, way before she ever gets the disease. Yeah, she can't. She can't keep up. Like there was that uh, phone sexing mm-hmm. scene, and she was on the phone. She was also peeling the wallpaper mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. because yeah. the wallpaper just simply couldn't stay anymore because how humid and dirty everything is. Um, it's definitely this moment where she like gives in to the fact that she's not going to be able to keep up. Yeah. I mm-hmm. loved the musical numbers and so much. They were <laughs> so yes. good. Like the music, every yeah. every song was great. Yeah. I loved every song. <laughs> and then they're still like, they really helped. they're still uh, like in this like dirty, like abandoned area, but like singing so glamorously. I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I love that it didn't really go full musical. Like it, it didn't, stop embracing the environments yeah. and stuff you know like it was still shot in that grime yeah but it was like you know similar to a musical it's like the idealized form of like what they're thinking at the time but then it's used to juxtapose like mm-hmm. what they're actually experiencing so the one shot where it's like um uh the lady like singing Ocalypso in the elevator and then like the cut from that scene onto like uh the guy like yeah completely <laughs> fucking hammered mm-hmm. and just laying in the elevator yeah. Yeah. This movie's very funny as well. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. And it, like, doesn't bring attention to the fact that it's very funny, but it is, like, mm-hmm. a very funny movie. Him yeah. hugging the fire extinguisher while it is <laughs> endlessly pouring rain for the rest of eternity behind him is, like, the greatest still. And mm-hmm. her 
this is my favorite movie in the whole film. You could feel her smile behind her mask as he chooses to pee in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> like she's just smiling so wide with her eyes. Oh my god. I like the part he just used the hole as a ashtray. <laughs> yeah. And he throws off yeah, it. Like that's oh. <laughs> That was the funniest scene to me, where like he throws up into the hole, and she puts her arm on the table, and then realizes <laughs> oh. that her arm's in vomit. And then she like mops it from a distance. Oh, <laughs> that was her first interaction. Opening up the hole, though, I, I I didn't I didn't understand why the guy kept making the hole bigger. I think that's the that's the best part about this hole in this movie <laughs> like it has so many possibilities in the beginning they, they, they use it for urine and vomit <laughs> and then it became uh, kind of like a back and forth mm -hmm. tunnel for both of them to sort of interact in the end it becomes a a, a, a tunnel for for um yeah savior like like saving like make each other feel less lonely they also could have just went through each other's apartment like like they they, they lived upstairs and downstairs from each other they could have just went up to each other's apartment <laughs> why use the hole because that's how they met each other you know that's their connection i don't know it is just yeah. it's only one apartment <laughs> if you you know if you live in an apartment you probably don't know your upstairs or downstairs neighbor well so that was actually the only thing that i didn't love was that they met in person at his grocery store. I like that's the only part that made sense to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like logistically, that was the most reasonable part of them, their relationship. But I love the setting of, I love the setting of like nothing happened when they actually meet and talk in person and things yeah. happen through mm -hmm. the hole. Once the hole is there, they hear each other clearer and they can smell each other. They yeah i looked at it from a very like idealization angle like they're uh -huh. each other's embodiments of hopes hope and you know want this this need for connectiveness and you know mm -hmm. compatibility and compassion etc all of these things like they they really just put whatever envisionment of the perfected you know vision of each other they could through the lack of you know actually seeing it. it's like dating on tinder right like you're gonna put well, you're gonna project yeah all of it yeah that's why i didn't want them to meet yeah in i think and i think that's that's exactly the problem of of our loneliness at this age like you 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 simply can't reach out to a person in a very deeply connected level mm. if you just meet them <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like the yeah. urban, our urban space and our uh, way of living urban life simply don't allow us to, I mean, it does allow, but it takes up so much effort and courage to build something beautiful like that. And that's why everybody is so lonely yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I don't disagree, but it's a solution for me to put a hole in my apartment <laughs> wall to see my neighbor. <laughs> It might be, you know, it might be. I don't know. Uh, I like people that much to to look it up through a hole. It would, by force, be the closest connection you'd ever have. I could also go ring their doorbell. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if, like, I don't know, the inspiration for this movie came from like him hearing a story about like 
I don't know, a couple that met because, like, a similar situation happened. You know, not not getting to the point where the dude fucks the hole, but, like, you know, there was a hole, and they both shared that problem. And so they what? got together. I think I missed nope. that part. With, well, it's 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 the part where he fucks the hole with his leg. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's not fucking... No, that I was think, not. I, I no. think it was. I, I no. read that. That was, no. that was him trying to see how how far away he is. Yeah. I, yeah, I read that I as like um I read that as a metaphorical him fucking the whole <laughs> No I'm sorry. I, I can't no. read it any other way. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I think it was just like he trying to see how big the hole is and yeah, I was bored. Just stupidly but got then, stuck. But <laughs> sure. But then he like leans he continuously like leans in on yeah. it. Like goes back and forth. He feels like, connected. I don't know. I I, I think I think that's well, supposed there's to be also so many like it's Narnia you know like it's such a great drawing of how insulated we are and how fake this insulation is right these walls mm-hmm. that we put up and subscribe to and ascribe to and it's like they're also given at the forefront an excuse to leave this insulation like you wouldn't call this pre-pandemic you still wouldn't call this a happy lifestyle right no, totally. And they're given the opportunity to leave it, and they don't take it. Like that's how insulated they are in their in their lives. And then they're given this forced window into compatibility and and um, companionship. And he's like literally crying to 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 strengthen it to make it larger. Like I see it as such a great companion to rear window. Yeah, and like you know when when he finds out that she gets that she's like infected, uh, he starts crying. And the way that she's saved from the disease, it seems like, is that companionship that you're talking about. Does he find out? I think so. Like, I think he looks down the hole. I, like, I think the crying scene where he, like, sort of has, like, the temper tantrum with the hammer, I think that uh, comes because he, like, looks down the hole and sees that she's, like, yeah. you know, Chloe hiding in her fortress of uh, toilet paper. Chloe, to answer the question you're going to ask, yes. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, what so- question? Unless you were going to ask the other version, which in well, which okay, let me just no. ask the question. So the man upstairs offers her a glass of water at the end, and she drinks from it. Mm-hmm. Do you think then he brings it back up through the hole and drinks from it as well, so he gets the illness too? And that's what that final scene is: is mm. them both, you know, becoming. Oh my I, god! That's very... Or, or is it something? <laughs> You know, so much reading. (laughs) You know, I'm just thinking about that now. But like, you know, it could also just be that was the the saving moment between the two of them. So maybe a weird comparison. Uh, the movie I thought of the most of it while watching this was probably Brazil. Oh, okay. In like, uh, yeah, yeah. Apartment of Brazil. Wow. Um, and sort of like the end of Brazil, where it's like he's he's happy even though he's gone completely crazy uh, spoilers for like a 40 year old movie um i i i can maybe see that with like this movie i'm not sure i feel like she drank yeah. the entire glass of water though but i love it it could be anything i think it's all hero fantasy on his end and none of that happened and she was already dead <laughs> slash already in the hole you know the other hole the the fort so considering she has the virus now, she's not going to use the toilet paper, right? <laughs> so why wouldn't you go get it? Because he loved her. He loved her. And you can remember her by her toilet paper. No, I mean, part of showing that he can't even get his leg through is to show that he 
clearly can't get his whole arm through and then he can't get her through after you know this is mm-hmm. it's 30 seconds later the hole isn't any bigger he also could just come through the front door mm, i don't know because he does like hit it continuously with the hammer like uh oh i love that part that was great but isn't that why he's crying because he can't expand the hole oh, well the only way they can be together would be for them to die together or go crazy together or whatever I saw a very interesting um, clue some people brought up is that um, if y'all remember, um, the time was like um, seven days until they're entering to the Mm -hmm. 21st century. Mm -hmm. So it's like uh, um, the the God invents the world in seven days, right? So Jesus, this one is <laughs> it's just like <laughs> no Old Testament. Jesus is OG, uh, OG Christian God. Excuse me. <laughs> so this is like a like a in reverse, like a countdown seven days of a woman and mm. a man. Um, so the last scene feels a little unrealistic for sure, but it's more like the ending of a you know sort of bible story or something so rapture (laughs) yeah and then you do you do get that creation of adam imagery too with the you know him holding the water Mm -hmm. the hands yeah Yeah, i like that reading well also the whole point of the musical numbers is that it's where their fantasy takes them right whole point no i you know what i mean like the 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 story-based interpretation the plot point of the of the musical numbers is that this is their fantasy right yeah yeah that's how how it ends in in fantasy it ends on a similar musical number of something that was previously shown to be impossible and but what was the impossible thing getting through the yeah hole. i mean they my whole reading is the that... door <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> yeah but that also breaks the whole like Maybe they're subscribing to the romanticism of their connection being whole based. <laughs> I, 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 I totally understand all like the metaphors of like the whole and the transition too. I think, think the part that like breaks it to me is that there are other vehicles of going to see each other, like a hole and a window. <laughs> and so I, I never quite understood why he was making the hole bigger when you can just go downstairs. Because it's it's direct, right? Like it's it's the direct connection between their two apartments and their two lifestyles that are like you know they're more or less imprisoned in their uh, in their own situation. But they're not. They can leave. But that's the point. They were already given it out, and they didn't take it. Yeah. So they need to like sort of the fact that they're forced into this position where they have like this this connection, however like dubious it seems at the start. Um, it it becomes like sort of the basis of like their freedom in a way interesting okay. I, I i'm i'm comparing it to like hashtag um alive which is a korean zombie film where they're zombies so there's a reason for them not to leave out the front door so they're communicating via like a window across apartments like that i got because like there was no other option but there's an option here her moment of understanding that her sneeze was actually the flu that would become her transformation and then she just breaks down crying on the bed like moments before going full cockroach also the reveal that like it starts like being completely dark in that shot 
and then like she turns on the light and her apartment is completely flooded is like oh just yeah i, I thought that was a strong powerful uh like reveal. yeah i really like the 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 use of sneeze like it's all it's virus but also it's it just go that song mm. came right after yeah. it's this song about sneeze and love <laughs> it must be because i'm being so much loved by two men <laughs> it's like that's such a genius use of sneezing so what happened to her to her boyfriend because she had a boyfriend right yeah <laughs> she called someone on the phone oh you're right you're right so the butcher wife is like as a love story i'm very confused because she had a partner i mean it, you can have more than one but but I don't really, I don't think it's really important because it's more, it's like, it's a telephone, it's sexting, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like, you know, you can't really touch each other. Do you know yeah, it's I mean? not I as important as the, the, the whole. <laughs> I think it's, I think it, uh, it's uh, something to show like, like there's this part that involves some kind of sexual uh, interaction, but it's non-physical at all. You know what actually like confused me was in that scene was the use of paper cup. Um, yeah, yeah, the eating it. Yeah, <laughs> like the biting. The, uh, and she first she she broke the package and and got her hand in there and and grabbed like several pieces of paper out and then biting it when she was you know masturbating herself. But like I was just like not sure what that means. But I enjoy that whole um, setting a lot. Well, also to sort of uh, respond to famous, like what? Oh. I think part of that is she's you know she is she's having phone sex, but ultimately she's masturbating while looking directly at the hole, right? So if the hole is like a representation <gasps> oh! of the relationship between the two, then it's like she's not actually masturbating to um to her part her supposed partner. She's masturbating to the thought of like the person above her. I mean, I thought she was on the phone with the plumber. Wait, Tim, what you said reminds me. Like, was she actually sitting right under the mm. hole yeah, when so. she was doing it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Like her position was where like the paper towels were, and she was right, uh, right. staring like. Well, and I think she even says she's right, like, "I'm right. staring at the hole you made in the ceiling." Like she directly says that, I think. Mm. Oh, yeah. She said I'm that. Pretty sure. Wow. She did. So it is the plumber or the man, both. <laughs> yeah. Both. Or. Yeah. <laughs> and same, like as the virus, it's the virus that makes like this whole th thing, like the entire condition. There's also like kind of Stockholm syndrome things. Like she hates the mm. whole notion at first. She shuts it out. She duct tapes it, and then he, who he's like obsessed right away, like pours the water down to remove the duct tape. He's like, "Nah, -uh, we're making the hole bigger." Some of it, some of it was creepy on his end. Oh, he was a pervert. Yeah, there was, was yeah, there was a vo voyeurism going on. He's trying to peep. I guess to add to that, uh, the scene where she was masturbating, like I felt deeply uncomfortable <laughs> like i was watching something that i certainly should not have been and i'm sure part of that is like the lack of cuts but yeah is it like an i want some like the the dry bringer the dry bringer what is yeah it? the paper towel what's oh. dry bringer <laughs> the paper towel brings dryness oh ew i get it 
But she was rubbing her top at first. She just yeah. went direct. Just for like a second, though. Straight to eating it. <laughs> There's also a lot of shots of, of, of the man in uh, Heidi White. Interesting. Yeah. Find could... <laughs> well, the non-translated title is Dong, right? Huh? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh... What is it? It was just a lot of tidy whitey shots. I, I haven't seen tidy whitey since like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, if you want other things that I thought of while watching this movie, uh, there's this video. What's this video? What did you, what did you Sam? Oh my God! Uh, what is so, okay, so it's just, just, just for the plumber? give it a good thirty seconds. Is, is this for the plumbing or is this like a a innuendo for the lady? No, Do I no, need sound? <laughs> I it it might help. Um, no, this is just like the fact that the apartment got completely flooded and was ruined. The vacuum is gonna help. He's not a he's not a good plumber. I don't <laughs> see his vertical smile. <laughs> oh god, that's, <laughs> that's I've never heard that before. Rocks. It's like all the best plumbers. Yeah, if you don't see crack, it's not a good plumber. Show, Show crack. crack. <laughs> it's a heavy tool belt. I've just never heard vertical. You never heard that before? Oh, really? Interesting. Oh, really? No. Yeah. Oh, I love how they bring out the the I'm carpet cleaner the to soak up all the. <laughs> yeah. Turn off the water main first. No. Uh, okay. So, okay. So the description is weirdly racist, uh, because it specifically points out the quote unquote very cheap Persian female and the quote unquote self appointed Hispanic plumber named What? Wilmer. But, like, if you read the rest of the description, the landlord didn't feel like turn paying money to turn off the uh, the central water because, like, the the apartment building was completely, mm. like, not up to code. Um, so they just attempted to fix a leak without well, turning off the water. full water, like, flowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <this> yeah. <laughs> turn off the water main. The yeah, play it ruined two of, apartments. Of course it did. Horrible landlords. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Anyway. <laughs> the lord of land. This movie's great. I I still want to see. I hear great things about his movie Goodbye Dragon Inn. I that's been on my watch list forever. Yeah. I've heard of that movie, but that's literally all I know about it is it exists and it's supposedly good. So do you no. have you seen a lot of him? No. Anyone? He's kind of like a no. second new wave. I think he's described as. So it's like I haven't really done a deep dive into him at all yet. He's really interesting. Um. <laughs> His film, he has his own cinematic universe. Nice. Like, his films are actually chronological. They're based off one another. Like, he'll bring characters in from entirely separate movies. They're not sagas, you know? Oh, uh, like, Vonnegut does that. Yeah, his, uh, his yeah exactly. Except some of his films, it's not like this is the sequel to this. But some of his films literally would not make sense without others. Even though they're not at all marked as related. So is this a good starting point? Is there, mm. is there stuff that went over our heads that is part of the uh, Siming Lang uh, cinematic universe? Uh, the first one I ever saw was The River. I, yeah, I don't know. I just know that like it's an adventure. <laughs> like You can't watch something from like... You can't jump into like 2009. You need to like start from the beginning. Okay. I don't know. Wait, why can't I jump in in 2009? Because they're all connected. Just, he's like wait, he's so, like building on himself. So I I guess 
Is it a, is it a question? Is it like I can't? Or well, I you shouldn't? you hate the word can't. I do. I really I don't do. control the chronology of which you watch things in your apartment alone. So what happens if I do jump in two thousand nine? Do like you do die? Like divide by zero. You explode. Oh, okay. <laughs> you become a cockroach. Chloe will love this analogy. Uh, it's it's like trying to start swans with soundtracks to the blind. Like you just you will not understand what the fuck you're listening to. I don't understand what that phrase was. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I was able to hear it, so I think I can still do it. But, but people who who've listened to swans <laughs> understand, and that's all. That's that all. So so only Chloe gets to know. I typically do not. <laughs> Fantastic. Vibe with people who have listened to swans. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm pro swans. I'm pro swans. Soundtrack from Blind, by the way. That's the tenth album. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. It's not. You should not start with it. It's one of my favorite oh albums. Oh my god. Time, but you should not. But start I shouldn't with start it. with it. Okay. No. That's such absolutely. a weird. You know he's gonna now. It's also two and a half hours long. <laughs> uh, that's a movie soundtrack. Yeah. Yep. That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm just gonna get like a a, a a message from famous in like I don't know about a week's like, time, like four hours yeah. from now. That's just like Tim. What the fuck is this? <laughs> no, famous. If you listen to soundtrack for the Bind backwards, it actually unlocks the crypto <laughs> that uh, gets you through. <laughs> that that is your brain. Ooh. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say uh, it does like um uh what. National treasure thing. There's a secret in the constitution somewhere hidden in the backwards thing. Well, yeah, basically. I mean, but that's the that's the correct set of inputs to finally understand your own mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yours specifically, yeah. not the human in general. Oh, fantastic! It also cures. It Whoa. also cures blindness. So. <laughs> Is that why it's called the soundtrack for the blind? Yeah, if you listen to it backwards, it explains where Paul McCartney's <laughs> body is buried. Who's Paul McCartney? Oh I my God! Should, I'll. I should it's know famous, this. come on! I, I, come I, on. It sounds vaguely... Jesse left the chat. Like, he left. Sorry, I, sorry, I can... Oh my god. I can no longer be a part of this podcast. Oh, is, is that a Beatles guy? Oh my god. How many were there? How many were there? Oh yeah, he's a bassist for, from the Beatles. Tell me how many there were. How many what, Beatles? There's like, yeah. there's like millions of Beatles. <laughs> Uh, is, is there like five? There are gonna be so many badumchas in this. Badumcha. Is is there like five Beatles and like a Yoko? Yep, there's five Beatles and a Yoko. Yeah, I got it right. Wait, are you being sarcastic? No, there's five Beatles uh, and a Yoko. Really? Yay! Yeah. Uh, well, I, I feel like five is depending on who you ask. What does one disappear? Wait, there are five. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't know. There's four, but some people consider their producer like the hidden beetle or the secret beetle. <laughs> secret beetle. Secret beetle. How how many beetles are there? How many beetles? Four. Are there? Uh, okay. Google says four. George Martin was one of the. He's the reason they are there. Who names their child Ringo? That's not his name. Oh. <laughs> Wait, but what? There's John, Paul, George, and then Ringo? Richard. Who calls him Ringo? He likes it. Have you guys ever seen Ringo's uh, fine art paintings? Oh, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're incredible. <laughs> <laughs> 
sorry. Wait, what is it called? Microsoft Paint. Yeah. Okay. Ringo is a classically trained Microsoft Paint artist, and he sells metal sheets prints of them that are signed for like ten thousand dollars. I didn't know that. Oh part. my god, they make dude! Them physical on metal prints. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that rocks. And god. There's such. Some of them are good. Some of them are are not absolute garbage. But ninety percent of them, it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, it's like a child. It's like a parent complimented their children too much. Ringo's just like, just, just you know, he's just coasting. He has zero worries in the world. He's just like happy with like you know the fact that he was in one of the most important bands of all time. Yeah. And hey, like, you know, he's a great drummer. Makes a, he's a great drummer. And has, like, nothing to worry about. Okay, look what yeah. I just posted. No, I'm not. It's, no, it's called... Thing? It's called The Band. <laughs> what is this? Which one's Ringo? <laughs> he, he made this in Microsoft. <laughs> What's Paint. going on <laughs> My favorite part is where he forgot to connect the black line all the way for the fourth Beatle, and he accidentally <laughs> colored him in blue with the paint bucket tool. And then didn't fix <laughs> and it. And didn't fix it. <laughs> And I have an outstanding uh, agreement with some friends of mine that if Dogecoin ever hits a dollar, I'm obligated to buy a copy of this for all of us. Interesting. It costs $4,000. Oh, God. (laughs) Did someone pay for it? You mean, did somebody buy it? Yeah. I'm guessing. Interesting. It is a two-by-three-foot print on canvas that he signs but he does it in microsoft canvas. paint he went to he went to walgreens and got their canvas yeah. option no he or, orders it online <laughs> hmm. oh, well, how did we get on this topic because <laughs> uh, you didn't know who uh no i'm sorry you didn't know who paul mccartney was <laughs> i did not uh, uh, why should i I hate all of <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> do y'all have that kind of uh, movie or book or music that um, it is believed that everybody has watched it, but you haven't? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. Godfather? Yeah. Absolutely. Most, most films. Uh, and like, I have... There's like giant chunks of like dad rock that I haven't listened to we, and probably never. You will. intentionally stay away. Oh, absolutely. Uh, there's more interesting <laughs> stuff that was happening during that period. For me, it's I'm trying to uh, think. Like, of course, a lot of, but I guess the biggest one is Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Star oh, Wars. I've never You've never seen, seen any of them. Star Wars. I haven't seen any of them either. I've never watched. I've never watched any of them. A single one. I've only seen the prequels. This, this is a media-based <laughs> podcast of which four out of five members have never seen Star Wars. I've not seen any Star Wars, no Star Trek, none of them. Let's have a Star Wars Episode Four watch party. I've also the... never read Moby Dick. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't that's... think you're good. You didn't grow up in America. Either. It sounds racist. <laughs> no. Moby Dick? Well, it's an allegory for, um, like, America's pursuit of happiness. Sorry, Hanya, to answer your question, I've never seen Titanic. Okay. That's probably Oh! Cool. I've never seen Halloween. That's not even... It's like the... Okay, it's like the it's like the OG horror movie, I feel like. Like, one of the main ones. It's I've never movies. seen Lord of the Rings. Oh, I just watched oh, that I've never like seen in Lord February. Because uh, I hadn't seen them for the longest time. How do you feel? 
Peter Jackson. Baldur's Gate was my Lord of the Rings, so I'm like, Fair, Tim. I'm good. Fair. Actually, I've seen a uh, God. What's the Peter Jackson movie about zombies? King Kong. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, like his first movie. District Nine. The Hobbit. Dawn of the Dead. No. No. That's not Peter Jackson. I think he produced. Uh, Dead Alive or Brain Dead. Uh, which is like a gross-out horror movie, uh, similar to oh, Green uh, Dead. like Evil Dead. Oh, yeah, the movie's pretty. The movie's pretty good. Uh, but uh, no, I have. I mean, he's. The Ring. You can't deny from a technical standpoint, Peter Jackson. Right? I'm gonna look up at the top. I don't know. I haven't seen most him. popular movies <laughs> ever made. <laughs> I cannot deny you, Peter. Do you know what he did for the Get Back documentary? I feel like you've told me this before, but I don't remember what. Yes. Didn't he fund it? Well, no. I mean, he—he's the reason it exists. he did. He directed. He did. He everything yeah, okay. did. But um. Okay. But and it's great. But all of the audio was in mono. All the collected audio was in mono. So he had commissioned and pioneered and like sat in the room as it happened. Um, this AI software that digs into mono tracks and can recognize different timbres and sounds and and basically can recognize different instruments and reorganize them into separate tracks from a single track. And it does it like really flawlessly. Um, So then it can be mastered properly. He's like, yeah, we can apply this to (laughs) everything that's ever existed, you know, like mono recordings of Buddy Holly that could never be mastered pretty and then master them modernly which a lot of people will definitely hate but it's still that's freaking marvel yeah i don't know uh, i think weezer's produced pretty well <laughs> I like weezer. weezer weezer buddy holly that's the response weezer deserves yeah, yeah. Modern Weezer, at least. I like Weezer. Oh, my God. Can, I <laughs> can't name Paul McCartney. I have I have a a, a rotting relationship yeah. with Weezer. I like happy The hours. leash is very let me, short. Let me, put it, <laughs> let me put it this way. Uh, Pinkerton was a very important yeah, album to me as a high schooler. <laughs> I do sorry. like that one Weezer song. Only in Dreams. That's the only Weezer song mm-hmm. I like. Yeah. From the blue one. I'd like to say it ain't so. I still like blue album, but like uh I've 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 grown up too much to like uh Pinkerton without like at least feeling a little gross. What about the teal album? I have a vinyl copy and it's Oh my god. It's one of the worst albums I've ever listened to. We got <laughs> it as a gift. I was flamed for saying that um if you're gonna cover a song you should do something different. Yeah, no, it's I hate I hate the album on principle, and it, their whole goal is to be as exact as the original. And like they did fucking Africa, like fuck off, <laughs> come on, do 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 something that's not like, a fucking meme. Like I I saw Ringo Starr do Africa with the guitarist from Toto. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> oh, it was terrible. <laughs> Amazing guitarist though. So did you dig deeper, Chloe? Um, I've been trying to. I've never seen The Graduate. That's yeah. not that is. I I had to look up like a I had to watch top that for a class. 10 most popular movies, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Twilight? Uh, no. That makes sense. No one's seen that. Okay, if you want to rip on me, um I went to RYM and filtered out everything I've rated 
Uh, so let me let me list maybe a few of them. Um, songs in the Key of Life by uh, Stevie uh, Wonder. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm bad with funk soul and R and B. That's that's like my biggest like blind spot. Stevie, unfortunately, another star. That's because you're the most rigid human. I I've, I've liked what I've heard. I just haven't done anything past hearing some of it. So it's not even a good excuse. Stevie's the one who 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 made the black version of the Happy Happy Birthday song, the best version of Happy yeah. Birthday, Happy Birthday song. Yeah, I, the only version that you're allowed to sing on this podcast. That that, that you should uh, sing ever. Uh, I think I've listened to Electric Ladyland, <laughs> but I might have unrated it. So I don't know if that's if that's accurate. Uh, I've listened to songs of Leonard Cohen, so that's not accurate. Uh, What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Uh, Bring It All Back Home by Bob Dylan. Uh, Ride the Lightning by Metallica. Uh, My Metallica taste is, like, really funny, I would say. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to their big stuff, but anyway. Uh, Rubber Soul by The Beatles, which oh, is maybe that's the one I best like song. the most. I don't believe you. And I uh, typically am not a Beatles fan, but I like that album. Uh... Let me skip forward a little bit. Uh, Hatful of Hollow by the Smiths, because I fucking hate you the hate Smiths. the Smiths. Uh, except for like one song, I f- you don't I like a sleep. Fuck, fuck, oh, fuck Morrissey. Okay. Fuck Morrissey. Okay, okay. There's a light that never goes out. Is fine. I I like that song, but other than that, fuck <laughs> uh, <laughs> this has become the worst. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm all for it. By the way, that <laughs> this is what I want the podcast to be. Just Podcast do one entire episode. Just an episode where I list off things I hate. hate. Could we do a bottom ten? <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, a top yeah. ten. Uh, I hate Led Zeppelin. That's uh, that's fine. That's fine. I can understand. Yeah. I can understand that. Uh, You're valid. <laughs> the Stones are whatever. What do you hate about Led Zeppelin? Um, the combination of them. Um. <laughs> Because I stand on their bullshit appropriation of 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 black music is pretty bad, but also like I just hate like their their music's fucking rock. yeah their music's fucking boring. They're not mm-hmm. interesting. Like it's been done to death. Their their stuff like uh Greta Van Fleet is oh. like makes me want to put a yeah. fucking bullet in my head or like Wolf Mother. Like fuck off. Yeah. Do something new. Oh um, well, well, you can't say that other people did them to death and that's their fault. But I I mean they're not. They're doing something to death that's not great, in my opinion, though. Like, it's just boring. Like, I don't know. Listen to Captain Beefheart. Oh, yeah. Do, yeah, like, yeah. Blues Rock. Listen to Captain Beefheart try Blues Rock, and then, like, anything that Led Zeppelin has done is just, like... Yo, why do I need Led Zeppelin when I could have Ween and King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you would agree. Yeah. I don't even... Uh. I'm not even huge on King Gizzard, but, like, yeah, they're better than Led Zeppelin. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, I will... <laughs> I will stand I'm by not that. big. I'm not big on them, but I think one song on every album is pretty amazing. The bigger question is, do you guys know what a gizzard is? That's yeah, it's one. a chicken inside. It's it's yeah. so delicious. Oh, you had it on you. I've only ever smelt it being cooked, and I said, "Hell no." Pretty common the, ingredients a, in Chinese cuisine. Oh, nice. Really. Yeah, it tastes. It's really chewy. It's it's delicious. Gizzards bottom ten for famous. <laughs> yeah, I I've been afraid of gizzards and chitlins for the entirety of my life. Chitlins. Let's do they're, one they're episode similar. about the food famous hates. <laughs> famous. I I assume your approach with most foods comes from energy, like a, a <laughs> desire for optimizing your energy. Oh, uh, well, yes, but it's also a, a sniff test. If I sniff it and I don't like it, 
First of all, Jesse, why did you why did you conclude that? What? Famous, would you disagree? Uh, uh, energy efficiency? No, that's pretty much what I consume. <laughs> so you're only eating like those like those like calorie packs. So no, I, I, I oh, like I thought cooking. he means like like he drinks caffeine with Red Bull. No, I mean no. that his oh, main goal not... in eating is not it's... about taste; it's about optimizing energy. Yeah, yeah. Ca- uh, coffee and Red Bull is like what I would do. Oh. <laughs> I like my heart. That is what you do. <laughs> well, I'm assuming I'm assuming she meant at the same time. I don't do it at the same time. Dip the coffee into the Red Bull. Yeah. The ice in my cold brew is actually frozen. Yeah. Red Bull. <laughs> That's quite just, clever, actually. Just start oh mainlining God. it. Is that like yeah. an IV or something? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Intravenous. So famous only eats like very high calorie stuff. A, a very high like energy food, so I can do things. Like a giant, a giant a veggie tofu burger. Chicken. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Oh, chicken. Yeah, <laughs> it's chicken with a K. Toe chick, no, toe yeah. turkey, and chicken. Toe I don't like toe perky, but yes. All right, we should probably bring this around back to. The, the oh, I think we've completely derailed before future me wants to rip my hates. fucking hair out. <laughs> oh no, we're leaving all this in. This is very relevant. There's a good to amount the of There's a good amount this of it that'll hilarious. be in, but. Especially the parts where we talk about what gets left in and what gets cut out. I'm just like not even going to provide links to anything we've talked about. Uh, oh, there's no, no point. The, they, Google they will be very confused at famous saying, I, I would eat at breakfast bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, biscuit. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, biscuit bitch. If there is a brunch place with that name, I'm definitely going. Yeah, it sounds delicious. <laughs> anyway, um... Yeah, how about the hole? <laughs> ten, 10 out of 10. 10. I liked it. 9 out of 10. I'm at an 8. I, I, 8 and a half out of 10. I had a really good time. It was fun. 8 and a half. Eight and a half. No, that's that's a different movie. <laughs> oh my god. That's one of my favorites. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's on my letter. I think it's one of the four yeah. films on my letterbox. Bellini, Bobini, Momini. All right. Any last thoughts about any last thoughts about about the whole? I, I there was a scene where where the lady used like egg yolk. No, not yes, egg yolk, like yes, egg, whatever. Is that a thing? On her face. Is that a I thing? I don't know. I was so confused. I was like, what is this? What is what does this do? I'm well. It didn't do anything because she got vomited on right after. Oh, and then yeah, and then like uh, I don't think she got vomited on. I think that's when the no, whole it was it was it was spackle and stuff. Yeah, but I think uh the. The dust falling on her face was syn- synchronized with the word diarrhea, which I thought was really funny because they were like talking about diarrhea on the radio or something. Like that's what the disease causes. About the egg yolk, I think she was just doing it as a facial. Yeah, I think that's a thing. But is yeah, that a real it's thing? A, yeah. It's a way is to, it? It's a thing. To, yeah, it's a thing. It's like it's like when your mom when your mom cut cucumber, they put cucumber on their face mm. too. Okay, because I thought I figured that's what she was doing, but I wasn't sure if that was like an actual thing or if it was just like the movie, like in the being, in the film being a yeah. bit weird. Yeah, yeah, I think it's supposed to help with like acne and stuff. Yes. Oh, I didn't thought so much. You know, does it work? Make you have, I've never I done. I don't know, but I've definitely heard and saw it before. 
Because, uh, like, I've gotten, you know, you get egg yolk on your hands, and that shit feels gross. Like, I can't imagine it on your fucking face. <laughs> well, it's not yolk. It's the, the, the other Egg thing. white, excuse me. But, Chloe, you love eggs. I do love eggs. That's my main source of protein. <laughs> but not on your face. No. <laughs> have no. you tried? I have no. what works for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm good. This is not Nick. Sleep in water and, and egg eggs. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should try it. It's like a waste of an egg. Well, no, because what you could do with the egg whites is like use those for your face, and then you can make creme brulee with the yolk. Because you need like a bunch of yolks for creme brulee. All right, my dudes. Yeah, we're ready. So for homework for next time, we have what do we have, Tim? It's that game, right? The game. It is a game, ladies and gentlemen. And I urge you many listeners at home to play along with us. We will be playing a game called Outer Wilds. That is not Outer Worlds, made by Obsidian. I bought Outer Worlds by mistake. I thought this yeah. is what you're talking about. Oh my about. god, you Return fell for it. it. You fell for it. <laughs> Return it as soon as possible. Uh, they only named it Outer Worlds because they knew that it would fool suckers like you. That game is hot, hot, triple A trash. I didn't like it. Outer Wilds, on the other hand, is one of the greatest games ever made. Potentially my favorite game of all time. Um, and I urge you all to play. It is a loop-based game where you do not make tangible progression in any way other than your own human knowledge. Uh, you can therefore complete the game on your very first try. But you will you not. How, but you will not. Which you will not. There's um, a challenge. There also are ways to get to the end credits on your first try by accident because the loop is not guaranteed. So let's say you die before uh, oh, right. starting the loop. Yeah. You get to the end credits and you've beaten the game. Um, kind of. You got a bad ending. So there's a... um, it's, on, it's out on everything except for the Switch, <laughs> which I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> shut up. It'll be on the Switch eventually, <laughs> supposedly, hopefully. Yeah, this is this is gonna be just a, a podcast of me and Jesse, like uh, fangirling. Okay, uh, splur- <laughs> just yeah, yeah, just splurging over this. So, but you need to see your way through to the end of the game oh, by next time. That's. We need to be able to speak freely. Just try your you try your best. Try your best. All right, signing off. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, have a good week. Bye, everyone.